Hi, I'm Tom Spurs, and Hotel Transylvania 4 isn't that bad. Hi, I'm Aaron Murray, and Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas is an underrated masterpiece. <laughs> it is, it is. The dance sequence at the end. Absolutely. The dance sequence, Tingles Kirk me. Cameron's love for the hot chocolate. I love that. The man. more I think about that film, the more it reminds me of the Kevin Spacey Christmas videos. <laughs> if only he was in it. I want Kevin Spacey saving Christmas. Do you? Yes. Do, do, is that do, you, want to, do you want to know why? Because I want to see him doing the creepy Christmas video again. Because it's funny, okay? <laughs> He's a fucking freak. I don't like him. But those videos are funny because they're confusing. <laughs> they're so confusing and scary that they end up being funny. Just like Kurt Cameron saying Just Christmas. Just like Kurt Cameron. <laughs> Before we dive into today's uh, um, podcast topic, just a uh, random question. Yeah. Ooh, unexpected. Oh no. I'm so Have scared. you seen any of 2022 films? Because uh, we're, we're almost a month in now. Uh, I think I've seen one. Which one? I mean, I've seen 2022 movies that have released this year that were 2021. I think the only 2022 film I've seen this year is Scream. Okay, what do you I think, think of it? I thought it was fine. It was good. Brilliant review. That's it. No, literally, it was it was good. Like I, it was one I watched. Like yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. another scream. It's an, it's another Someone one. Dies. I haven't seen any scream. You've not seen I'm, any of them. I need to watch a scream. You should watch the. the I'm gonna watch the new one. That was my first scream. See, without seeing the first. Do you, okay. do you need to watch the first one? Okay, okay. Watch the first. You don't you don't need to see the sequels. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, do yeah. reference but you, you watch the first one. I will. Then yeah, you'll be fine. And I'll watch the the new one. Who needs to see like scream two to? I mean. Four? Yeah. Is this a fifth? This scream? is the fifth one, okay. but it's just called Scream. Okay, of course, because why because... would we call anything else? It's <laughs> well, like how Halloween's called Halloween. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the it's. The 20th Halloween film. I mean, I don't know. It was fine. Okay. It was okay. Well, it's a January film. I mean, for a January film, it wasn't bad. You know what film shocked me that it was released in January? What? The Fallout. The new. Um... That's just released. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I watched it last night. I'm going I'm to watch that this week. It, it was good. It was good. There was a really, really, really good scene at the beginning. And that kind of makes the rest of the film kind of bad by comparison. Well, what's her name in that? The lead, well, one of the leads from the Fallout in screen. Really? Which, um, uh, Jenna, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she's in screen. You know she, who else, really you know else is in the Fallout? Who else? Um, the girl from Dance Moms. And the one from Music. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, the ableist autistic film by Sia. Oh, boy! <laughs> Yeah, from, fu- from um, fucking Dance Moms. Nah, I don't blame you. So I've been watching Dance Moms recently because I've been like, not like out of any like desire to watch Dance yeah, I was Moms. I going to say, why, why are you watching Dance Moms? Um, because I'm getting like held hostage with a gun to my head and forced to watch Dance Moms in the morning. Um, and if I'm being honest, it's it's t- terrible show. Terrible, terrible well, show. Well, I mean, yeah, like I don't think anyone's watching Dance Moms and going, you know what? That's what I want. That's prestige TV, that. It really, it, oh my God. <laughs> But, um, and so, like, it's just seeing this girl from Dance Moms and being, like, th- like when she's, like, 10 or, like, something. And then watching, like, the fallout and seeing her, like, acting. It's, like, what? See her being a real actor. It's, like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's it's mad. It's, and also the moms from Modern Families in it. Which just kind of took me by surpri- surprise. Which one? Um, the Julia Bowen. Oh, is she? Yeah, 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 she's in it. Good film. It's, it's the best 2022 film so far. Unless you're counting Huddle Transylvania 4. Which, to be fair, I will. That's a masterpiece. I love Hotel Transylvania movies. I've seen one. You need to watch four. Why do I need to watch four? <laughs> what? Fair, <but laughs> one's, one's... Okay, right. They're all bad. But, like, one's, I mean, one's not too bad. Two is slightly worse. Okay. Three's 
the worst, then four exists. brings it back. I mean, brings it back is a strong term. It it's watchable. It is. It's it's. To be fair, I didn't turn it off. That is the best compliment that you can give to a film. I didn't tear it off. I got through it. I might have fell asleep. <laughs> that's, so that's why I didn't tear it off. But I did not turn the film off. For whatever reason, we watched it till the end. I couldn't tell you why. I think we then watched Dance Moms. But I couldn't tell you why we watched it all the way so through. Surprised she's still alive. So she just like ended all after, after like, a <laughs> night like that. I can't believe, to be fair, like freaking Dance Moms. Not dance to, like, moms. dunk on dance moms, but, you know. But anyway, today's podcast is about um, our hot takes. Mm-hmm. We have gone through each other's letterbox. Yes, uh, Links have. in the description. Yes, yes. Go and click on them. Go and click on them, please. I want followers now. <laughs> Do it right now. He has, like, thousands of followers. I don't have thousands okay, of followers. Okay, you have, like, 700. I have, um, close, yeah, 750. I have, like, 20. Well, go and follow me on Letterboxd. Well, follow him, obviously, but also follow me. Don't follow him. Follow me. Um, at least, like, give me, like, a sympathy follow. Nah, like a pity follow. Yeah, go on. Like, maybe like <laughs> one of his reviews, or, like, you can comment, like, oh, Aaron, really good attempt. <laughs> <laughs> really good start. Oh, God. You've got the making of something here. You've got the making of it. You're not quite there yet. Oh, we, we got, like, recognised as well. Like um, yes! Oh my God, we did it all. We got like oh recognized. My God. Someone yeah. like said to us, "Hey, are you guys the guys who did do the podcast?" And we were like, "Hell yeah!" And we were we like, are. "Yeah!" And then didn't they say to us that they don't watch it? They didn't know watch it. They just saw us on Instagram. They just saw us, which I'll take that. You know what? Better than I expected. Yeah, we got recognized. We got recognized on the street. One day, right? One day, whoever's listening to this, you aren't gonna see us out on the street. So you can see one yeah. of us. Yeah, no, no, both of us. We only work in duo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We'll just, yeah, 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 yeah. we're just going to, like, just randomly appear. If you ever see us, if you ever see us, say hi, because then we will simply just ignore you and keep on walking. (laughs) No, we'll tell you our take on glass. (laughs) (laughs) Only you. (laughs) Only you, dear listener. Have you seen the new Scream film? (laughs) Um, but yeah, we, we went through each other's letterbox. We have yes. chosen five hottest takes. Yes, because we don't agree on everything. We don't agree which on everything. Is good. Which is good. Um, and so we're going to talk about those. We're going to like, and anyway, this is a good opportunity to talk about films that we probably never would actually talk about otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Um, like some films that have come out in the last like 2010s or yeah. whatever generally yeah. that are like, you know, we wouldn't talk about these films really for any other reason. Let's just talk about them now. Yeah. Just get them out of the way. Just, a sco- just dive in. Aaron. What do you think about glass? My glass. Funny you should say that. I think glass is great. Really? I think it's one of the best and my Shyamalan films. Okay. I think the hate on it is very stupid. Yes. And um, it's a really nice end to that trilogy. Okay. Right. A couple questions. Okay. First question. Question one. Yeah. Why? With it. Why? Funny you should ask. Um, I just. Second question. Oh. Why? Okay. Um, well, let me let me ask you your first one first. Um, I so I really like Glass like a lot, and the reason yes. why is because like you know I like Unbreakable. I love Unbreakable. I love, love Unbreakable. I love agree. them both. I agree. Right? And so when I heard like the like you know they were making a crossover and they're doing all that, I was like sick, right? Hell so yeah. and I kind of was thinking to myself, okay. I'm not. I'm not expecting glass. Mm-hmm. 
well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not expecting Split, rather. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not expecting... I'm, I'm not expecting <laughs> I'm expecting that. I'm not, I wasn't expecting, like, Split. You, 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 what, you thought you were walking like, the new Avengers film. <laughs> well, it seems like a lot of people did, which is... Yes. Okay, so, um, right before the film came out, I remember seeing a review by someone, which was negative. What the fuck? How dare What the fuck? I was immediately okay, gonna send some death threats. So but no, I listened to what they said, right? And he didn't like the film, that's fine. But there was one thing that they said and I remember thinking to like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they said was that like the problem with the film was that like was basically if you hadn't seen Unbreakable, then you'll get nothing out of it. And I was a bit like well, I mean, it's the end of a trilogy. And they made it pretty clear that it's it's the sequel. Yes, it's the sequel to Split, but it's the sequel to Unbreakable. You know, if you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, part <laughs> one and two, you really won't get a lot Look. of that. <laughs> Look, you're allowed to watch like a film, right? But if I decide I'm gonna go watch Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two without seeing any of the others, hmm. if I sit down and watch it, I quite frankly I don't have an opinion. Yeah. Because I've not seen the other ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a f- you need to see or like or like okay Avengers Endgame. Yeah. If I go see Avengers Endgame... If I show watching... my grandma <laughs> Avengers Endgame... <laughs> if I show my fucking nan Avengers Endgame, right, A, she'll probably die. <laughs> B... <laughs> Have you seen, like, the list of, like, if I show a Victorian child this film, they'll probably, like, confess. If you, if you, if you show a Victorian child, like, um, Dune... I think he like spontaneously combust. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna show Victoria Child of Climax. Um, by Jasper, no. But yeah, I remember like reading that, so I was already a bit like, okay. So, but that kind of like got me ready, thinking, okay, I've already seen Unbreakable. Yeah. But I, but I watched it again like the night before. Okay. Just to refresh myself, and so I went in knowing that, and you know, I, I didn't watch like Split again, but mm-hmm. I did so fresh. In yeah, my head. yeah, yeah. So I started watching it and. I remember like, seeing the negative reviews because there were a lot like people did not like that film. Yes. And so I watched it and I don't know, it just worked for me. Mm. Like I just got completely into it. Okay. I thought like, okay. you know, Bruce Willis, who is a shit actor now, is great in it. I think he's really good at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does look a bit he does look a bit tired. But I think he's but <laughs> that's just but, Bruce Willis. Well yeah, that's just that's just how he is. So, like, you know, he's just, he's just a tired old man. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. I thought he was really good at it. I genuinely think that's one of his best performances in recent memory. I mean, I don't know what. Okay. Was, I know it's not saying much. That's not hard. Yeah. Like, um, but, you know, I thought that was great. I thought Samuel Jackson was good. I thought the story was good. And I also loved the ending. Okay. I loved the fact that. I, I liked that they were teasing a big fight at the end. Yeah. But then you don't get that. Mm. Which I know, which can be really hard to do to tease someone and not give you it. Yeah. But I also think that you should almost go into glass. Almost knowing that, yeah, it's not gonna end with like the Spider Man, like, no way home scaffold and fight. Yeah. It's not gonna end with that because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. you that's, want the blue balls. It's a, it's an anti superhero superhero film, yes. That's the idea. You, you know, if I saw Glass, like, Mr. Glass, like, fighting on like the Statue of Liberty while like Bruce Willis is like fighting people and doing all that, and while like the Beast is like doing some quips. That would be shit. Yeah. That's not what glass like that's what that whole universe, that's not what it is. Yeah. Like and so I, I I knew that that wasn't gonna happen. Like the moment like no, that's not gonna happen. He's mm-hmm. obviously like he's diving in it. And like, yeah, and I got that, but I just really liked the journey it took to get yeah. to that point. And I also I like the ending, which I know uh, you know, and it's like it just 
I, I personally think it came together really well, and I okay. do not understand why people hate it as much as they do. I think it's fantastic. Okay. Now, Glass is a film that I really need... To, I, I will 100% say, Glass is probably the biggest example of a film I need to just see again. Mm. Because I think I went into Glass with the wrong expectations. I, I immediately do want to watch it again. I haven't yeah. actually seen it since I watched it in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do... I, I want to go through that trilogy again, mm. like, all together. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I definitely have grown to appreciate it night a lot more. That makes great. And even, to fair, Glass is kind of... War- like, in my head, I've kind of warmed up to it mm. a bit more. I still think it's so. What's the what's the what's the word like? Not ne- not necessarily messy because I don't think it's messy. I think it's on un- it, it has like nothing. This is just part of Night's charm sometimes. Unintentionally quite funny. Yeah, yeah, I can and see that. I find some of so I think some of it's a bit a bit too veering on silly mm. and goofy. But I also I also think that silliness and goofiness is what M. Night likes. Oh, I agree. He likes that. It's like that show he does on Apple, uh, yeah. Servant. That show is so silly. Yeah. It's, it's, ba- it's basically a dark comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, about like, a bunch, just about a bunch of people being nuts and yeah. their baby in it. Like, that, that's basically the show. And it's like, and I think, I think M. Night likes his goofiness, but I think, but I think it works in Glass and in Splitting All M because he bases it on comic books. Yeah. He like throws comic book logic and real world logic together. To make something that I don't think anyone else has made. That's what yeah. I like about it. It's like it's a it like I would like because because you know even if like people don't like glass, that's fine. But I would much rather see ten glasses. Oh, I than, agree. Like you know, twenty five Marvel films. Yeah, no, like, no, no I, I agree. do think they're genuinely really challenging and interesting. Yeah, how they just go at like the comic book like kind of space. Okay. Okay. I yeah I I kind of completely agree with you. Like glass is definitely a film I think. When I saw it, I was probably, like, a bit, like... I, I think it was probably ready to make fun of it. And then it's, like, you mm. watch it, and it's a very goofy film, mm. and it's very easy. I still think, like, straight I think James McAvoy isn't great in it. I isn't think he is, isn't great. Is I think he's a bit too mm. over the top with it. Mm. Um, and I think I think it definitely can veer too much into the silliness. Yeah. Um, and, like, aside from that, I, I, think, I definitely think it has its, like interesting ideals it's, it's well shot as well yeah it's really well shot and the ending is also such a blue balls mm. that i definitely think you you kind of probably need to see it a second time to brace yeah, yourself yeah because that's because as well i admittedly went into it with like low expectations because yeah. even though because because i was thinking to myself it is m night and i think you should always go with m night in that way because because mm. because m night's one of those directors where yeah he does have like he does have misses i mean yeah. i mean every director does but he does have misses i what are you talking about Directors having misses after Earth. After Earth. Nah, never mind. That wasn't hit for M Night. <laughs> the Happening. The Happening. Uh, the Last Airbender. Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water. Just all bangers. All bangers. All bangers. <laughs> but like, but like, M Night's one of these people. He, love you, M Night. <laughs> what? He was, M Night was great in. What's the show called? The, the the one show. This is Us. He was great in that. Was he in This Is Us? Yeah, M Night was in This Is Us. Why? He was like. He played himself. I'm pretty sure. I think he played himself as like, I, I'm pretty sure M Night is in This Is Us. To be fair, M Night. I remember M Night in Old has like a pretty major role in that yeah, film, yeah. which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Like I remember. I just respect the balls on him. Yeah, he's he's, he's one of these people where, where where you listen to him and he talks and he and, and he talks pretentious. He does when you listen to him. And he's like, you know, I've got all these like because I was I was reading this to you about some last night. He was called like you know you know like my like. 
he was talking about like his head and his creations and all these things. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I'm also like, but you know what? He's also just a really clever guy. Yeah. He is. A, he, he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. He's an incredible, like, you know, he's, he's super clever. He knows his stuff. Yeah. And he's also very, like, he's pretentious. But he's one of those people where I'm like, you can be pretentious as you want. Like, I do not care. I will let you be pretentious because you've earned yes. that pretentiousness. No, I get you. You've yeah. completely earned it by being a really... Because he's one of these directors where, like, no matter what he does, no matter how shit his next film is, I will be there day one for the next one. No, absolutely. Because no one else does films like him. Yes. Nobody else does. Yeah, yeah, even if they're shit. Like, yeah. even if they are complete fucking messes. I will watch it because I'm like, you know what? An M. Night joint is an M. Night joint. It is. It, that's what I love about him. I love Old. Old is a really old. good film. Like, you see, that's the thing. That's another one, like Glass. People didn't like Old. Some stupid people. Absolute idiots. Absolute idiots. The old, my only issue with Old is I don't like the last 10 minutes. Yeah, I agree with that. That's my only issue with it. Everything else is fucking immaculate. Yeah. I love say it's like what 100 minutes i love like 90 minutes of it yeah. i will take that it is great the last the last five or ten yeah they're a bit like that it, 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 it's a bit much yeah, yeah yeah like you know once it does the other stuff but everything else is fucking amazing old is great i love old um well anyway first hot take that i have that you disagree with well this is terrible. So, I, I genuinely feel like I'm an interrogation. So, these five that I have, they're not in any particular order. Okay. Like, in terms of which one makes me more angry. This is just in order of how make I saw more them. Angry. Make me more angry. Oh, bloody hell. So, okay. well, none of them make me angry. One, it, it's more like I'm like, really? Okay, 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 okay. So, the first one is, I'm not angry with you. I get why you don't like it, but Joker. Right. So. Oh, God, we're going here. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, God. I love Joker. I I'm sorry. I, and, I know. And that, I know. I, I just no. I know. I, I know. Just... I know. I know. It's Joker. I know it's the film that everyone likes to dunk on. Yeah. And I get it. And I get it. Do not get me wrong. Right. Todd Phillips. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's an yeah. idiot. Um. A lot of the fan base around the Joker film is stupid. Yep. You know. It's it's not it's not this absolute masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a really fucking good film. As mm. someone who loved mm. that character. Mm. Now and yes, okay, I know the Martin Scorsese thing. I know it basically is the King of Comedy. It is. It, it is. is. It's a rip off. Yeah, is. I know. Is, is no I know. Nice I know. Way of putting it. The film is a beat for beat remake. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But. No, 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 there is that thing, <laughs> But, but, there but, <laughs> but, 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 yeah. I will happily take a King of Comedy ripoff that is a Joker origin story than a Joker origin story that's just this basic ass, like, you know, ooh, like, it does something that's just, you know, like, sort of more closer to Marvel, say. And, like, you know, it's what. What are you what... talking about? I want, I want Joker to team up with Jokers from other dimensions. <laughs> Joker, no way. Joker, Joker far from no way home. No way home. I keep, I keep getting no way home. See, I was okay. I was watching the new Red Light Media video. Yeah, yeah. You see yeah. the twenty twenty one catch yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and they make and they talk about that the no way home, far from home thing. All of them are called the exact same. They call home. They all have home in the title, but far from home and no way home are basically the same. And I, I am so happy that I'm not the only one who keeps getting those two confused. It's, and like the posters are the same as well. Yeah. 
They make yes. the same film three times. <laughs> the whole hope. They're gonna get away. They're gonna get away with this. I don't get it. But um. <laughs> but yeah, Joker. Joker. Like, look. Okay. Joker. Right. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. It's Gives a mid performance. How is it mid? How is it mid, Tom? Gives How is it mid? Come on. Look. How is look. it mid? Explain. Okay. Explain right. it to me. Okay. Right. Let me think of an analogy real quick. Uh, let me work my English brain. Um, if you take a champion winning race dog, okay, and you put him in a race again, and you put him in a race, odds are he's gonna win that race, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere with this. Just let me figure okay, out. Okay, because I'm will look again, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Obviously. Obviously. What to be like? Obviously, he was he would give a good performance. Is yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I could I could put Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> in a film directed by my mum, <laughs> and odds are Daniel Day Lewis is still giving yeah. a good performance. Yeah. Giving Joker credit because you know what that Joaquin Phoenix guy really can't. No, act no, no. Well. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but that. I think yeah, that's... but that's still a plus to the film because I. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, because I really like his take on Joker mm. because I, and I also really like that. Like, because I also I'm think. I'm be Adam Driver at the Oscars though, and I will hold that against Joker till the day I die. Okay, I've not seen Marriage Story, so I've not seen Marriage Story, so I can't comment. Right. Yeah. I know who was in the Oscars that year, other than Joaquin Phoenix and Adam Driver, so that's fine. Mm. But mm. okay, and I, I, I could, I kind of do get what you mean. He is one of those actors where, whatever he's in, exactly. not how shit it is. But I also think that like doing a king of comedy thing with the Joker. I think worked because I think he See, I think I, his origin story fits it really I, well. I agree with you, but at the same time, I think you're allowed to be inspired by a film. Mm-hmm. You you are you are you obviously you're allowed to like the whole obviously the whole idea was oh let's make a Martin Scorsese film about the Joker. Which but to be fair, which, yeah, it's it's a good idea. Yeah, and I I'll, it's cool to take inspiration from that in lots mm. of different ways, like in the directing and the writing and all that, in the performances. The problem comes when you pretend to be something original mm-hmm. which is what joker it's joker's parading itself as we are an original take on the joker character yeah and what you do is remake a film that let's be honest yeah. most people haven't seen so you can get yeah, away with it that's fair like yeah. you know like i could remake fucking mr bug comes to town <laughs> the 1939 <laughs> Fucking animated film. You're like the first person in like a century that's a reference. That I film. love that film. I'll have you know, I love that film. That's my joke. <laughs> that's my joke. <laughs> and I could, I could, I could remake that film. Yeah. Call it an original idea. And let's be honest, very little people are gonna realize. Well, yeah, but uh, I don't know if it's necessarily sexy. The whole new take on Joker thing. I... No, but you don't do a new take no, by but... just going... No, no, no. I, I can't do a new take on the Batman by going, okay, I'm going to remake fucking Mr. Bug Comes to Town. I don't I don't necessarily think that that take on Joker... I know it. I mean, look, I don't know like what Todd Phillips was intended, like, whether they... Did he think that that he was a He tried to pull take. a fast one on us. <laughs> well, because the thing is, I watched it, and I was like, oh, it's just... It's basically a killing joke with no Batman in it. Like, is the origin from from, from I, a yeah, killer yeah, joke yeah, yeah. with no Batman in it, really? and like mixed in with? I mean, I mean, I know it's the Batman like fit, you know, it's like no, that no, no, I mean, I mixed... mean, like, is is it the origin story from Killing Joke? Well, yeah, no, it's 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 elements. It's taken mm. a bit of because that because that's what's interesting about Joker's character is Joker doesn't have a definitive origin story, so they basically just took bits mm. from. So there's bits of the Killing Joke with him being a comedian, like or attempting to be a comedian. 
Mood. And like, you know, attempting. He's not very funny. That, that's not again mood. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. And then also like, you know, the, the, it's like downfall. Mm-hmm. Like the general, which there's, there's elements that are taken from a bunch of different Joker stories that they've all, that they've all, they've kind of like Frankenstein them into one. Sure. Now, and I, and I do think that's an interesting Whilst way. Whilst also ripping off King of Comedy. Uh, yes. And yeah, I do agree. Like, I remember I watched King of Comedy after Joker. It's the same film. Yes. It is the same it's film. It's very similar. The same film. See, I don't think it's... Okay. I do agree with what he says that. A lot of people haven't seen King of Comedy. King of Comedy is also a fantastic film. I love it's King of Comedy. Much, much it's better It's a film. great film. I love them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them both. And, yeah. But I will also acknowledge, yes, it's a riff-off. But at the same time, I also just really like the film. And I also think that... Okay. I also appreciate as well that it's... You know, I mean... You know, I think as well with it, like, you know, a lot of the media stuff around it, mm. like people were thinking it was going to start like riots and shit like that. I remember like a lot of like critics being like, oh, yeah, like, well, that, that the- is part of the problem for me. Like, obviously, it's been a while since I've seen Joker, by the way. It's been like yeah. two years I've seen at this it, point. I, what was that? Something I saw I think I watched it last 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I haven't seen it since it came. I saw it in cinemas and then that's been it. Mm. But so my. my I, I definitely had a lot bigger of an argument back then. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, admittedly, yeah. Because my, my memory is going to be a little bit hazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still really love the film. I like, yeah. I think, technically, it's good. It's good. It's, it's good. gorgeous. It's got, it's got some cool cinematography. Yeah. It's got good the score. Music, yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's an amazing composer. And obviously, Joaquin Phoenix gives a performance. He definitely acts in it. My problem with the film is the writing. Okay. My problem is 100% down to I think the film is written fucking horribly. So what so in, in what way do you I think I think there is I think the plot is as well as being a king of comedy rip off. Mm. There is also some plot lines and some scenes that are stupid. I and okay, bordering I, on offensive. I will say the it also it also Oh, okay. I think so obviously the Zazzy beats. That's the one who plays the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That storyline is dumb and doesn't need to be in the film. And I think mm-hmm. it's it literally all it is is just like it's, it's I guess it's meant to be a bit of a cock tease. I a bit of a tugging of the cock and that's dumb. <laughs> then you have the fucking yeah. there's the dwarf scene, which is stupid mm-hmm. and shouldn't be in the film. There is um and also the whole film is also and I, I get you could say, well, it's not shut up but it feels like a glorification of this kind of uprising against and i and i think i mm. think it, it 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 more so than i think most other films i think the film quite heavily glorifies violence okay and i think that is not the right message that, that i think i think the film is somewhat decent intent mm. i don't think todd phillips made the film thinking all right, we're going to start World War Three. We're going to start a civil war. Yeah. But I think the film, it's... I think it's a dangerous film. I, I think... And I, mm. I... Obviously, I think, you know, people did say, obviously, this film could start riots. Mm. And I, I, I agree with that. Mm. All it takes is for a couple nut jobs to see Joker. Yeah. And be like... And because Joker is... A, like, the... Joker gets... Basically gets away. Like, he gets what he wants at the end. But I also... But I also think as well... That like, I feel like because I know what you mean about the idea of like nut jobs going to see Joker and like wanting mm. to, but but I also think the problem is is that like 
we a lot of films have been made like that. I mean, think of like Taxi Driver. Mm. That that's another film that oh, Joker yeah. takes a lot of you know notes from. Is Taxi Driver in fucking a way? Like copies the fucking exam. I I <laughs> in a way I'd argue Joker is closer to Taxi Driver than King of Comedy. I think it's definitely. I think it's an amalgamation of the two. Yeah, because 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 it's I like think... it's like making a fucking best of compilation. Video yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I think. I think the. I am putting like it's like it's like it's like the film kind of reminds me of um, when people will like take songs they love mm. and make like an AMV. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Joker AMV. Joker is a Linkin Park AMV to Martin Scorsese. Well, no, exactly, exactly. It, that's what the film feels like. It feels like Todd Phillips watched a couple of Martin Scorsese films really high and was like, "I could do that." Okay. I, okay, my take when I watched Joker mm. was okay. This is a film that was 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 made as it was made in the disguise of a Joker origin story, sure. but it's really a film about what happens when you basically like when your medical mental health services are torn apart and completely yeah. ripped apart, and what happens when people who need help are yeah. not given the help that they need. Yeah, because and that and that angle of it was one that I really like mm. grew to like. I liked yeah, yeah, that yeah. there was a, a film a film like because obviously playful too, but a film like Joker that was being released by a major studio mm. that was based on a fucking comic book telling a story like that. I and I agree with you on cause, that. Cause I cause I cause to me, like he got what he because to me I saw it I saw the film more as like a warning mm. rather than he gets what he wants. But I also think there's the angle of it's in a way it's showing like in a most extreme sense. It's it's only showing what what can happen if someone does not get the service that they need because you've got people in power that are cutting it apart because they're doing it for their own personal gain. I think the film and, you know serves. I I agree with you, and mm. I think that the film obviously I think it has the is the inter- obviously every film can be interpreted in yeah, different yeah. ways. And I think that's I think that is what the film should be going for, and that's probably is what the film is going for. Mm. I think my problem with the film is it's too vague. Yeah. I, I mean, okay, I, I don't yeah. want Joker to come out at the end with a sign saying, guys, this was a Guys, warning. this is bad. <laughs> Joker stares at the camera at the end of the film and goes, listen, guys, walking Phoenix here. Um, don't do this. <laughs> they resurrect Alfred Hitchcock and Alfred Hitchcock comes out and he's like, hi, I'm Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> For no reason. I was like, is Alfred Hitchcock? <laughs> Let's talk about jokes. Let's talk about what you've just seen. Okay, quick tangent. Have you ever seen the Three Stooges remake? I haven't. Why? Because, right, that was even the following the, the fucking Dumb and Dumb guys. Right, at the end of the film, those directors are on screen and go, okay, guys, in Three Stooges, we use a variety of different techniques to, you know, like for the eyes poking, and then they show how he's on it and say to kids not to do this after they've seen the film. And it is not played for laughs. It is a real scene. It is one of the most... And I, I remember watching. I, I watched the film in a cinema, and I remember watching it and thinking, even back then, my little eleven-year-old brain was like, "What was that?" Like, <laughs> I um, I watched um, and and like a nineteen forties rom com called The Shop in the Round, The Shop in the Corner, Shop Around the Corner. Mm. Great film, but I watched a, the version I watched was like obviously like one that was put on TV, and so they had um, like this guy at the beginning like like say like saying, "Oh, you were about to watch a film." 
from 1940. And then he just spoils the film. <laughs> I would love that. I would love someone who's like, for every film I watch, he just gets up and goes, you're about to watch this. This is the end. Like, <laughs> he just carries yeah, like, on. He spoils, like, I, I, he, like so he, he, tells the, he tells the plot of the film. I'm like, okay. I, so I assume, I assume this, <laughs> I assume this was going to be like revealed like really early on. Don't need to watch this now. And then the bigger, it's like the bigger reveal. <laughs> That's what Joker needed. Walking Phoenix should just come on at the end and go, right, so it, so, so at the end of this film, Joker, me, incites a riot. <laughs> I'm Joker. I'm Joker. A riot yeah. is incited, and then, you know what, like, all this happens. But, yeah, so my problem with Joker is that I think it's a bit too... It, it's so... It's it, Obviously, you can interpret it as a warning. Mm-hmm. You can so easily see Joker's glorification. Yeah, yeah. I can, and that's the thing, I, I yeah, can also yeah, see that yeah. angle completely as well. I think that's a very valid take. And I think, that, I think that's the difference between people who like Joker and don't like Joker mm. a lot of the time. I think people who don't like Joker watch the film and interpreted it as a glorification. A lot of people who like Joker would have seen it interpreted as a warning. Yeah, but I also but I also think there's an angle as well of like there's a lot of edgy people who like Joker, which is why because I yeah. I hate I hate people who like Joker and yeah. I like Joker. That's what's so yeah. funny about it yeah, is yeah. that I, I I love it. I think it's fantastic. But then I will see someone go, Joker's fantastic. And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I absolutely hate you. No, like, completely. Because it's like, and that's the thing. Because again, like, yes, like, I love a lot of what it's saying. I love a lot of what it's about. And I love yeah. all that. But I also think that a lot of people who like Joker, because that's, that's why I kind of disagree. I don't, I don't know if many people saw it as that. I think people saw it. I moment like people like, I just dropped my phone. Oh, no. I moment like people like you. People like me. People like you who watch Joker. Like people cool who like people. cool people, people who have a shitty take on on, on a film, but yeah, they're exactly. cool. Then out of the way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like I respect your opinion, Aaron. You respect it even if it's wrong, mostly. Which I mean, I'm right. I half respect it. I'm right. Um, <laughs> hey, Aaron. Yeah. This we actually agree on this film. This next Do one. Do we? We agree. We have the same rating. I think maybe probably. Um, yeah. I don't remember what I rated it, but I think it was this. Um, but this film is we we have we have I guess the hot take on this film. I'm very curious to hear your full opinion on it. Because I don't really remember much about this film. And so I'm just going to kind of, yeah. I'm going to let you mostly say stuff. So it's this, this this little film that won some baby award. It's called Nomadland. And it okay. was the new, new Chloe Zhao film. Okay. Um, okay. I think Nomadland is fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Right, okay. I have a take on the film. Yeah. Which I will which I'll go with to in a sec, but I also agree. Nomad Land is boring and that's the probably the right, that's why the worst offence it does is mm. it is fucking boring. I am I'm kind of <laughs> done with this kind of film in general. I'm really done with slow films where the where nothing happens, where I'm supposed to be like oh, um, like, don't get me wrong. I love. It's a pretty film. I love pretty films. It's a pretty film. Like Terrence Malick is one of my favorite directors mm-hmm. because his films, as well as being films where I'm essentially just looking at a lot of pretty stuff, his films make me feel like I'm on crack. <laughs> Nomadland. Ooh, Jeff Bezos. Okay. That's so. That's where my take ends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Chloe's out, right? So. I have not seen the film that made Chloe's out big, which was The Rider. I haven't seen it. I've not seen it, but... I don't think I'd like it. From what I know about it, yeah. I don't think I would either. But I read about it, and it's basically a cowboy. Yeah. Um, But what's interesting about the film is the film um, 
predominantly has non-actors. I don't think there actually is a major actor mm. in the film, at least to my knowledge. Now, and that, you know, looks like it went well. You yeah. know, it got high ratings, people loved it. And so Nomadland has Francis McDormand as the lead. Yeah. Now, I like Francis McDormand a lot. I think she's a fantastic actress. Yeah, she won Best Actress for it, didn't she? Yeah. I think sure. so, yeah. So... Somehow. So, re- yeah. I mean, really, and, and now, now it's what's interesting, that's actually why I was interested in the film. Yeah. With Francis McDormand. And I remember watching it, and I was like, and there were two things. I was like, A, well, actually, three things. A, that was boring. <laughs> B, Francis McDormand shouldn't have been in the role. And C, I don't like the dick sucking for Amazon. Yeah. So, A, yes, it's boring. Like, like I said, it's just really not that interesting. No. Because it follows, but then, which, which leads to the second point. I think the reason why it's boring is because the film lacks any real authenticity. Because mm. Francis McDormand's the lead, and I'm watching Francis McDormand pretend to be a nomad. I'm watching her pretend to be a nomad. But then, and like, because the most interesting parts of Nomadland for me was when the non-actors were front. Were front. Mm. Like, when they were in the front just talking about themselves. I almost wish the film was a documentary. Yeah, like like Chloe Zhao just went. You know what? I'm I'm gonna be a nomad for a couple of for, for a couple of months, and I'll document. And I'll, that would have been amazing because the people she gets, they have to talk about themselves. That but those parts do feel like a documentary. Yeah, yeah. But that's but then it's like these documentary bits, and then Francis McDormand being Francis McDormand, and again she's fantastic. She's an amazing actress. But I immediately dipped. Yeah. Out when I because I the best pretty made. The best way I've described it to people is I, Daniel Blake, the Ken Loach film. Uh, Beautiful film. Fantastic film. Imagine, if, film. imagine if Hugh Grant was in I, Daniel Blake. <laughs> right. No, okay, Hugh I, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh Grant. Really good actor. But Hugh Grant is I, Daniel... Like, what makes I, Daniel Blake so fantastic is the person that they got was basically a non-actor. They might be yeah. one or two things. I think they might have a bit of stand-up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and they, they are... But it is about an actor. No one knows them. Yes. Or well, like, um, I love Final Fantasy films. Yes. If I saw Brad Pitt in The Blair Witch Project, I would immediately be taken out of the film because yeah. I'm going to be like, it's Brad Pitt. Like, yeah, no, exactly. I'm, watching, I'm watching a film. What makes found footage work is found footage is not, I feel like I'm watching found footage. That's why I like it. It's yeah, all, yeah, it yeah. yeah, it's obviously a film, but it's authentic. Yes. It's, it's that authenticity. That's what Nomadland was lacking. It was, yes. it, was the, it, was, it wasn't authentic. It felt like... It, it, it felt almost like what you said about Joker being glamorised I feel like it, it glamorised the nomads a little bit yeah. where it was on Francis McDormand like you know Francis McDormand taking a shit in one scene doing all that Hell yeah. which is fine but again like it, it, it has this certain view of nomads that when it's on Francis McDormand it, it completely contrasts from when they're focusing on the non-actors mm. who were just there talking about their lives and like and that part is that, that, all that's fascinating yeah and yeah, <clears throat> and yeah, the thing about Amazon, there's a lot of Amazon love in Hell this yeah. film. Hell yeah. And I don't know how I feel no, completely. about a film like that talking about how great Amazon is completely. when, not to get political, but Amazon is basically a fucking sweatshop. No, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Basic, you know, and like, I don't know how I feel about a film like that because again, like, and the thing is, a lot of nomads have talked about Nomadland I'd spoken against it. Kind of thing. I believe the oh, no. I believe No Man Land was based on a book as well, or there was a book that was released with it, and there was also issues there as well where okay. people were saying like there's, there was a lot more. Well, I think I think it might have been if I remember right, 
the book that it was based on, or whatever, like, well, whatever No Man was based on, there was a lot of, there was actually a lot of negativity towards Amazon. Okay. Which was weird to then watch a film where, in a way, it kind of feels like an Amazon ad. <laughs> like, because there is just so much love for Amazon. Yeah. In that, and I don't get it. No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously as well, I mean, I get it, I, I get it's not really the film's fault, but being distributed by Disney, hmm. I don't know how I feel watching a film about nomads, which a lot of these nomads are in this position because of big companies ripping apart their small towns that they lived yeah. in yeah, and yeah, basically yeah. losing their homes. I don't know how I feel about seeing a big company be distributing that and being like, it just, it's, ah. it's, it's it feels fake. Yeah. It feels, and that's the promise. And I, I don't, and also, but at the same time, I don't think Chloe Zhao went into it with negative intent. I think she went with the you. best intentions. I don't, I don't think this reflects on her as a human being at yeah. all. I think she made this film. I didn't like it. That's fine. Those people loved it, and that's great. I just thought, as a film, it was just lacking, and mm. it's a shame because I do think all she knew. I, th- I think all Chloe Zhao needed to really do was either make it a documentary where she's just going around talking to people, or do what you do with the rider and just have a non-actor in, in the front again yeah. rather than Francis McDormand who's a millionaire who lives in a big fancy house because yeah. she's Francis McDormand yeah, yeah like I just yeah. it just it, it like when you cast a main actor in it it loses any authenticity and music. I think that's my problem with a lot of these um, like films that are like Nomadland now um, where it's these films that are so cold yeah it's that they lack any sense of genuine authenticity and sincerity. Like, again, it's why it's when, like, compared to more like M. Night, which films, again, like, I kind of spoke about this in another episode, but it's so clunky but charming. Yeah, it feels like someone who's got this really cool idea yeah. doesn't know exactly how to do it, but they're just going, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. While Nomadland is so cold, it's, it's, yeah. it's such a obvious prestige film, mm. and... I, it, it just it loses me because there's nothing to connect to yeah yeah it, it, it's because I remember watching it and like I was just it ended and I was like oh, okay like I, I just kind of shrugged my shoulders yeah exactly like and, and it was another film this, like in that same year which I know we'll be talking about in, like, a little bit later which you know done the exact same thing to me yeah I, I, was, I was a little bit more angry with that one but Nomadland is just a film where yeah I just watched it and I was like and I was disappointed because I was thinking, oh, like I was, I was kind of hoping for it to be good, and it's not, it's not terrible. So it's not the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a film that. It's a nothing film. Yeah, it's just nothing, and I, I mean, you know, I mean, it won the Oscar, it, it won at the Oscars, but admittedly, it was a slow year. A week, yeah. It was a week, week, if, week year. Um, to be fair, they actually, there was some good films in the Oscar lineup. Which is, I'm ashamed. It's a shame that me the No Man Land won. There was, but it was still like a quiet year. Oh, absolutely. The there was no yeah. other big like the ones that like got nominated. I liked were generally the films where it's like barely got nominated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A like Sam Mel and the Father. Yeah, I I remember like watching like that like us that um that year like looking at what the nominations were and I was like these are shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if like yeah, if No Man Land didn't if No Man Land wasn't a big Oscar player, mm. I never would thought about it again. Mm. Genuinely would have never thought about it again. Yeah. Um, anyway, next up. Next one for me. Hell yeah. Interrogate me. Interrogate, okay. The next one. Forrest Gump. We're going from Joker to Forrest Gump. Forrest fucking Gump. Yes. Right. Forrest Gump. I love Forrest Gump. Okay. Okay. I am completely unapologetic about that. Yeah. Um, it's a childhood favourite of mine. Oh god. I watched it a lot. Yeah. Admittedly, in school. 
I think yeah. I probably have seen that film like 10 or 15 times. Yeah. Purely, not by choice, but merely because of school. Yeah. But I like the film anyway. Okay. Okay. I, Forrest Gump is a hard film to talk. I don't, I, Forrest Gump is a hard film to talk about <laughs> because <laughs> I think Forrest Gump gen- is a very political film. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very, very, very political film. Mm-hmm. And so it's quite difficult to talk about without getting too political, which I do want to try and avoid. <laughs> so, bear in mind what I say about Forrest Gump here, probably is going to be about half of what I actually think about Forrest Gump. I also do agree, by the way, that like I do think some of the politics in it are a bit sketchy. It, I yeah. love the film. I think my problem with I do the film the a, it, is that it's sketchy politics. Mm. That is the film. It is the forefront of the film. Mm. It is it is the entire like third act of the film, mm. um, and the entire film. It is a it is a, it is it is a film that is so intrinsically political mm-hmm. in every single little thing it does. Yeah, yeah. It's a very hard film to talk about when you're trying not to be political. Yeah, and so I think it's I think it's a film that is so ingrained in its politics mm-hmm. that I think. If you at all just like genuinely disagree with it, you're, it's hard to look anywhere else for anything else because it, there, is, there is basically but, nothing else on but display. But that's weird. But that's weird. It's interesting though because I guess I would because I do agree that some of, some of the politics in the film are a little bit dated, but I still like it anyway. Mm. That's what's weird about it. What do you like, like about it? I I think Tom Hanks is really good in it, and I also just think I I also just like I. I guess for me, I just think it moves at a nice pace, and I also think it also. I think the pacing's really good. Because yeah, I think the yeah. pacing's fast. Yeah, and I, 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 I think it just has this overall style to it, and this like almost like Steven Spielberg mm. style like sentimentality to it that I really like. See, and I really and because like and that's the thing, it's like it's I one of those. Thought of a point, but the point is going to keep veering into the political. Do it. This is, okay. Do it. Go I on. think I think the film is so. The film is in a very childlike style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this little, like, it's a very easy style to get into. And yeah. I'll admit, for the first act of the film, I was digging it. Mm-hmm. I was I was in. I was, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, Forrest Gump. Yeah. But then you realize the childlike style feels like a facade. Okay. It feels like a little, a little, if we're going to say that Forrest Gump is a propaganda film, mm-hmm. which I think it probably is. I am... Um... That's probably a slightly extreme yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. But I feel comfortable saying that it's close to that. And I think... Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about a propaganda, in quotation marks, film that's using a very family-friendly, easily charming to kids mm. with a protagonist who's easily charming to kids... Is like is its little like, hi guys, look at us. We're Forrest Gump and we're quirky and cool and kids love us. Please believe our politics. See now, you see that's the thing is I guess like my so I, so I admit I've not actually seen it for a while. Mm. So maybe maybe my take on it would completely change if I watched it again. Like now like my politics are a little bit more defined. Yeah. But I guess like for me, I guess the thing I've always kind of had with it is that like, I guess. Because obviously a lot of the film is Forrest Gump basically just finds himself in like situations. Yeah. Basically finds himself in like situations in history. Goes to Vietnam. He mm. does. You know. It's he, like an extreme My Little Pony. 
Yeah, Forrest shows up in places like Forrest Gump just show like you know and like the, yeah. he uses his friendship powers. Yeah, it, yeah, he, he just gets himself in situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and and I guess like, but he's always had this certain like optimism or this mm. kind of you know and like because 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 of like who he is and he's and like even though dark things have happened to him like his friend like fucking lost his legs. The like, Forrest Gump character and, like, is. A pretty alright one mm. on like I think the Forrest Gump character I think has potential. Mm. The problem, the main problem, is with the other character in the film, the other main character, Jenny. Uh, yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Um, the one who the one who disappears for a minute. Wait, should we spoil Forrest Gump? It's like years. If you haven't seen Forrest Gump, don't. I feel like everyone has um, seen it who wants to watch it. Yeah, yeah. it's it got it's, so Jenny, um, is obviously so the film and again just. Fuck it. The film is obviously Forrest Gump is is shown to live a very American mm-hmm. Republican lifestyle, mm-hmm. and it's meant to. Be, and he's like the quintessential Republican. Mm-hmm. Jenny is what the film portrays as the typical. What's the word? Other word for the the one that isn't Republican? Democrat. 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 Yeah. I get not American. Don't know. Um, the Democrat. Yeah. That. And, and, and obviously one is portrayed in a lot more of a positive light to the other. Mm-hmm. Jenny gets kind of dumped on in the entire film. And her saving grace, <laughs> her, her character redemption, is at the end when she gives in and joins <laughs> Forrest Gump's Republican lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. I need to say nothing else. Okay. <laughs> so I also think Tom Hanks is veering on irritating in the role, but I know I, I know what you mean about the Republican thing. Yeah, but I also think as well. I think there is also an angle where Forrest Gump is not he's not like as as a person he's already political. I think it's everything around him that makes him yeah. political. Yeah, because, but what it is, is like... The film's, I think, less pro-Republican than it is. Mm. It's more anti-Democrat. Yeah, which is like, which, okay, because it's one of them where it's like, because, you know, he goes to, like, war. He does all that. He does all of these different things. Yeah. But he doesn't, like, but, you know, but he doesn't, like, have, like vote for, you know, he doesn't, like, vote for Trump. <laughs> like, he doesn't, you know... Why was that scene? <laughs> you know, you know, there's no, like... No, but he would have. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he would have. But even then, I feel like... But, would he? Would he? Probably. I feel like he'd be a Clint. Nah. Well, yeah, but no, because... No, because Forrest Gump... No, no, Gump... but you, you have to think that they were... The, the film is a kid's film. Basically. In it's a way, a, yeah. It, and it's a film that... It's very... Cleaned up. They, yeah, they, oh, they yeah, no, it is. It's very, yeah. Because I, I, I think... I they, think all, they obviously else... weren't going to have Forrest Gump sit down and go, Kids... Mm. Sorry, I like I'll, I'll, do it, I'll do it. I'll do it more cool. Okay. The, spin the chair around. Yeah, and then, hey kids, let's talk about politics. Like obviously that wasn't going to be in the film. Yeah, okay. but the problem with the film, I think, is in some ways probably you know if it, if it, it to me the problem is that the film is so squeaky clean to where it feels like it's mm. trying to to push something whilst being like, no, no, what are you talking about? We're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. Yeah. Slides, kids, political ideals. <laughs> We're not See, doing but anything. That's, but that's the thing is like, but that's where I guess like my, because I guess like when I watched it, 
a lot of that side of it that like mm. it's trying to like sort of nudge you to a certain direction. I never like got that out of the mm. film. I well, kind of being a stupid kid, but I'm also it? but I'm also a stupid. But I, I mean, I'm also just a stupid person. So maybe maybe it was just like whoosh, like maybe maybe this child's film just completely went over my head. Yeah. <laughs> like the film, yeah, the film was like. It, yeah. <laughs> this is both the fucking babies. I'm watching it. I was like, what? what? Like, it's completely comes over me. But all these, like, little babies is like, yeah, they're onto it. It's ten, like, it's ten children's a little Republicans by the day. <laughs> I already watched it was like, oh, it's cute. It's cute. Like, yeah, like, that's just my take on it. I just think it's a, li- it's actually a nice little film. Like, it's literally my take on it. Like, I just don't. It's also far too long. Far too long. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that, maybe. Um, like, I think I mean, the film has its, like, little flaws. I think the main problem with the film is it's, it's like, it's the core. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump is a apple. Is he? It's an apple. <laughs> He's an apple. It's an apple. Yeah. Wait. He's an apple. He's an apple. <laughs> okay. You eat the apple, and it's like, oh, that was a nice apple. And then you, bite, and then you bite into the core, and you're like, ugh. That's gross. Apples are gross. <laughs> exactly. Point made. So, 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 so there's going to be people who are watching Forrest Gump. They're like, you know what? I like I like Democrats. And then they watch Forrest Gump and then they go, I'm going to kill them all. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, I think this is the kind of thing with any of these kind of films where it's like, do they work? Probably not. In, I mean, it didn't fucking work on me. That's, that's I'm, like, I'm, I'm like a socialist. Like, it didn't work on me. Wait, it's one of the things where it's like, do these films work? Like, like if, if, for instance, if someone was to watch Triumph of the Will, is that going to work? No. Not now. But do Back we... then, yeah, probably. Do we <laughs> still criticise the film for its intent? See, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you mean about the, like, the... Because it's like, I mean, because like... Trying for the world is a Nazi exactly. propaganda. No, exactly. Like, that's what that it is. is. Obviously, no one nowadays mm. who has a, their screws turned are going to watch Trying for the World and be like, you know what? Those Nazi fellas weren't too bad. Yeah. But they're, you know, we still, that, that shouldn't be us going, well, Anyone who watches Triumph for the Will will, you know, probably not turn into a Nazi. So you know what? Yeah, yeah. This is let's give this film the thumbs See, up. I think I think like like as like a general discussion, like I do think that's kind of the problem with some people when they do talk about films mm. like that and they talk about like that angle of yeah, it, yeah, where, yeah. Like, you know, because like because you know where like people watch it go like oh this is gonna like turn people into bloody you know like crazy like you know angry fucking yeah, that's racist. It's like, I, but, like I don't think that's what the every film, film's different. I don't think like. Forrest Gump is going to do that. No. More than I think that's what the film wants to do. And I mm. think that's what we should be criticising it for. I think, I think for me, what I think it's trying... I think what it was trying to do is almost show, like... it, it. I guess it's trying to show, like, Just what... fuck you to hippies. What someone... <laughs> fuck you hippies. What, like, someone in the face of, like, all of this mm. shit... Has got this constant positivity yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's constant because he's he's always like a child. Yeah, yeah. Even when he's older, he's still got that childlike imagination. And I guess like my kind of take on Forrest Gump has always been sort of like it doesn't it doesn't outright say like oh like these things are bad. It doesn't say like you know mm. I and you know maybe it would have been nice with like Lieutenant Dan and stuff. Like maybe it kind of goes a little bit more into the cynicism. Of, yeah. Like you know the fact of they went to Vietnam, they done this for what? Yeah. For nothing really. All that happened was a bunch of people died got PTSD and that was the end of it. 
got no support. Lovely. And it's like, yeah, it's like, and yeah, I, mean, I, I think maybe we could have went through that. I, I, I guess the way I look at Forrest Gump is it's like an introduction to that kind of filmmaking, mm. to that kind of like kind of political, not like not clear for young people. I do not think it is a film where like you will you watch it and have like you know you'll have your political opinion like clear. Oh yeah. But yeah. I do. But it, you know I think it's a nice introduction to okay. that kind of thing. It's you know it's like I can watch that and then maybe I'll look at a Ken Loach. Yeah, or maybe I'll look into you know someone who does political filmmaking. It's like an introductory point. It's mm. very basic. It's like because I mean Steven Spielberg has that kind of problem as well, where he sometimes he gets too sentimental to the point where he kind of misses. He can sometimes miss that opportunity to go deeper. Yeah, which is why like Munich is a really good film by him. Mm. Because it doesn't really feel like it's like a Steven Spielberg film. It's a yeah. film about like Israel and Palestine, but it doesn't take a side. Which is pretty fascinating considering, like, you know, like, considering that it was being made by Steven Spielberg, who is Jewish. Yeah. And, like, you know, and, and then obviously, like, you know, the whole, like, Israel-Palestine thing is a hot issue. Like, a yeah. lot, like, people are very divided on that. And, like, but I really liked that film because it went a little bit deeper than that. It is still very much a Steven Spielberg film. You know, it still has those elements, but it yeah. also, it's willing to be a little bit more mature. And mm. I do think Forrest Gump backs away from the maturity a little bit and focuses like no we're just gonna tell a nice story yeah like maybe you could have went deeper but i also think just as an introduction to that kind of filmmaking i think it's fine okay like i still really like i mean because it is like a childhood thing for me where it's like yeah, yeah. yeah like i certainly would not say someone you know if you want to watch the next communist film like the next you know big leftist like you know like fuck fest like you want to watch that like no like it's like tangent have you seen the 1935 communist film, um, The New Gulliver? No. It's a communist version of Gulliver's Travels. Sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say. Just, I watched that today. Yeah. And you know what? It's definitely a communist version of Gulliver's Travels. We're not going to get political. <laughs> but hmm, that sounds intriguing. It was a good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'd give it three and a half. I gave it three and a half, I think. It's not bad. The animation's really yeah. cool. You're basically a communist now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, good, good little film. Good little film. And speaking of not good little films, mm. Pitch Perfect. You, you, you like Pitch Perfect, I, don't you? Uh, okay, look, I'm not going to talk about this one that much, okay? I'm we, not, don't, we don't have too much I'm, I've not though. seen Pitch Perfect 2 since, like, 2015. But, <laughs> like, it's the fine. I, I Pitch Perfect. Pitch, it's fine. They're fine. You know, I so I watched Pitch Perfect. Um, I was I was being shown Pitch Perfect again with a gun to my head, and Dance Moms, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like Alicia showed me Pitch Perfect, and she showed me Pitch Perfect with the remote in her hand, skipping through any bit that she declared boring. <laughs> so, and then I'll have, and then so she, how much of the film did you actually see? And then she went and rated it five stars. <laughs> We need to get her on an episode. So we we watched all three in a row. Okay. How much of these films have you actually seen? I have no idea. Because how much did she skip? She skipped like decent little bits. And I was like, okay, right, slow down. Like by the third film, it was just, this was boring, this was boring, this was boring. And she's like, the third one's my favourite. Honestly, honestly, Alicia should just, like, for every single film, there should just be, like, an Alicia remote. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> the Alicia <boring>. card. <laughs> the, 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 
Alicia cut. Hashtag release the Alicia cut. Every song's like. So I've seen all the musical performances. Then Alicia listened to the soundtrack of the films, like mad. So I've heard the songs about. 10 billion times. I think one of the songs was on my fucking Spotify wrapped because she was playing it from my account. Fuck. Um, but, I, like, so, so Pitch Perfect, I can't stand those films. <laughs> I really, I'm, I just think they're so fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. I have a problem with any film that the focus is on, Pitch Perfect, I guess, slightly less, but like Bohemian Rhapsody, for instance. I, I can't stand films where the, the selling point of the films is licensed music. Mm. I think that's so Like jukebox music calls and stuff. I can't stand yeah. them. Yeah. I can't stand them. Strange Magic is one of the worst ones I've ever seen in my entire life. Again, Alicia showed me that one. Um, we got half an hour in. <laughs> we gave up. I thought she liked it though. She did. But I, I think at that point I was just crying. So she's like, fine. <laughs> so like, I'll give you this. I'll, I'll give you this salvation. <laughs> yeah, and I showed her a Hitchcock film. Um, <laughs> but... Pitch Perfect, I guess that obviously people go like, ah, oh, have fun. Like, Pitch Perfect's like fun. Yeah. But like... It's fine. Is it? Yeah, it's come on. Not it's, not, it's not terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's so unremarkable yeah. for me that I just don't really care either way about it. It's fine. Like, I... Okay. I would chuckle sometimes. I'm like, huh. There was at least two chuckles. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and like, you know, with some of the... Like, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those films. Does not really care? Is the problem? Does not really much to say? I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. If it's on, like, if it's on TV mm, and there's nothing mm. else on, sure, I'll, I'll leave it on. It's, that, 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 I, I can't even give them that. I think they're just really annoying films. Like, they all can Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I can only take them in short doses. I don't think I could listen to the soundtrack all day. Oh, my God. That would annoy me. Oh, my God. If you have to listen to, like, Cups... Like, that song, that Alejandro one. It's the Troublemakers, mostly. Like, they're just their, like, performances. It's just, it's, it's it's that one over and over and over. Love you, Alicia. Over and over and over. And it just drives me absolutely, like, bonkers. Um, but again, love you, Alicia. Um, pitch Perfect, it's... They're, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're... Yeah. Yeah. If you ever want our takes on Pitch Perfect, there you go. Please, I, please don't. I, the, the fine. Don't make a fourth one. If you want to, I don't think, when was the last one? Like 2017? 2017. I like, think that means there's probably enough time passed. They're going to do one in like 20 years. Literally, it'll be Pitch Perfect Reunion. Pitch Perfect H2O. And I bet I'll end up going and seeing that day one of cinemas. Yeah. H2O. Oh, look, yeah, it's like the Halloween film. <laughs> Pitch Perfect H2O 20 years later. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, next one, next, next, next. So my next one is interesting because we agree on some stuff and we disagree on some stuff. Okay. And that is just Adam McKay in general. Adam McKay I have, in I haven't general. Picked, I haven't picked a specific film. Okay. I just know that, you know, you don't like Adam let me, McKay. Let me get at what films of Adam McKay I've seen. You don't, you don't like Adam McKay. I, I do. I don't. To be fair, though, haven't seen Step Brothers. Yeah, I feel like, I think I'd like Step, Step Brothers. Okay. I watched so, that tonight or something. So before Adam McKay... Oh my god, he, he produced Booksmart. What do you know? Yeah, he, he, he just loves comedies. Um, Adam McKay. So yeah, before Adam McKay was a hack fraud, um, <laughs> he was making a lot of comedies. Ah, oh, yeah, okay, so he, he made Anchorman. He made Anchorman. Anchorman's something Anchorman's a film. Uh, I'm not too... But Anchorman, I, I don't know if I like Anchorman. I don't, I don't really know how I feel about Anchorman. It's watchable. 
I, I like it. Watch, well, I it's, like it's, it. it's it's silly. I've seen it. It's a silly comedy. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. The second one was fine as well. Uh, I haven't seen the second one. Um, now, obviously, when you talk about Adam McKay in the year of our Lord and Savior 2022, you're talking about is three. Yeah. So one. So new films. So Adam McKay was like, okay, I'm 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 ditching the Will Ferrell comedy. I'm going to do comedy dramas or satirical comedy. Yeah. So we've done The Big Short, which, which was... includes just basically <clears throat> when I think about The Big Short, I think okay, pretty like nothing film, like <laughs> a film that I like. It's the it's like kind of like Nomadland. I really right like, over my head. I really like The Big Short mm. a lot. Um, I just like that world. I like looking at that stuff. I sure. find that I find all that interesting. I think it tells the story quite well. I liked a lot of the creative flourishes that are in it. Mm-hmm. Like to explain stuff because I like the fact that it's like Margot Robbie <coughs> in a bathtub. Yeah, like yeah, like I know, like I know the silly, but I also I think what weird with that one was he he didn't go fully one direction, and because that because that film without the Adam McKayisms, that film's fucking boring. It's yeah. just people talking about stocks. <laughs> like, no, 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 completely. But that and so so but his but films I think, are always at the very least yeah. interesting. I liked I liked the big short. Because it took something that is both interesting and boring, yeah. but kind of made it just completely interesting all the way through, for, for me at least. I really enjoyed it. It seems like a lot of people like that one overall. It doesn't have the, the, mm. the divisiveness of his next films, which... So, Vice. I think the, next the Big Short is the best of the three. Okay. I That's my second best. Okay. My first best Vice. was his next one. Vice! Vice, Dick Cheney film. Now, I have a lot of interest in the Bush War of Terror, all that stuff. Okay. okay I have okay, I, okay. I have a lot of interest in that kind of yeah. era of America, like the post nine eleven stuff. Yeah. Because I do think it's genuinely fascinating. Okay. And I think there's a lot. So the Vice, like so, so Vice before it was before it came out, I was so excited for it because mm. I because I, I liked the big shorts. The trailer for it is amazing. It's one of my favorite trailers. Um, okay. Okay. Where they uses the song the Ki- by the Killers, the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really cool trailer. Um, so I was excited for it. I watched it. Watched it with my mom, who's also interested in a lot of it. And shout out to your mom. Shout out to my mom. Uh, shout out to Aaron's mom. Um, <laughs> so I think what I liked about Vice is I liked how angry it was. Okay. As a political film, and I wish that we got more films like that. Mm-hmm. That are just political. They're in your face as much as they possibly fucking can. Okay. And because Adam McKay fucking hates Dick Cheney, yeah. and I loved how that rage that he had. Okay. And I loved, okay. And I, I and I liked how, you know, it kind of has these like different like theme. It's you know it, it it's got almost this like tragedy element to it as well, where it's very theatrical in some ways with the music by Nicholas Herbertel, who's fucking amazing. His score of Succession as well is amazing. Okay. Um, he, you know, and I think Vice is one of those films that, like, it has such an interesting style that he backs away a little bit from the big short, like, queerisms, but goes more into, like, using them. He uses those comedy elements to basically paint Dick Cheney in one of the most negative lights I've ever seen a biopic film do for a yeah. person. I love the... I just... I, I think, like, that anger that's in it is so fucking passionate and so interesting and so... Or like anything I've seen from a biopic like yeah. that, that I was just I was completely in it. I find like I think the ending is fantastic. Like that that little monologue he does at the end, Dave Christian Bale as Dick, who's amazing as Dick Cheney. Okay, I, it's one of those things. Like again, 
I get why people don't like it. Yes. I totally get it. I get, and a lot of people go on it in your face. It's not subtle. I personally love subtlety, but I'm also completely fine if a film goes maximum, just totally fuck it. I'm going to go as obvious as I can. I have no problem with that. Yeah. That's why I like Mother, the, Dar- the Darren Aronofsky film. I like sure. that. I yeah. like that film. Okay. Because, right, that film, if anyone like goes and goes, oh, the subtleties of Mother, the fucking stupid. <laughs> no, it is not subtle at all. Dar- okay, Darren Aronofsky, I think, said it was like subtle. He's wrong. Okay, he's I know, yeah. I know, I know it's his film, but he's, yeah, wrong. he's wrong. I'm right. I don't think, I don't think it's subtle at all. And I no, no. and I, no. and I go into it thinking this. I know exactly what this is, so I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah, that's why I like Mother. Yeah, and like, and Vice is kind of similar. But I know it's not being subtle. Okay, so I'm just going. I'm getting on board with it. Okay, that's why I, fu- I fucking love Vice. Yeah. So, this next one, which just came out recently, don't look up. Yes. Now we don't agree on on Vice. Which I is, think Vice is yeah very. We'll get to that. <sighs> Vice is a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot packed mm-hmm. because obviously it's Adam McKay and Adam McKay moves like the Flash. He... Yes, <laughs> it's a very fast-paced film. It's very it's mm-hmm. too fast-paced to the point where I think mm-hmm. Vice is so much that it ends up being so little. Okay. Because in my head, when I think about Vice. It's like it's like mm, there's there's very little in okay. the way of stuff remaining from seeing Vice. Yeah, and I just I I find the film just so like it's almost exhausting. It's okay. like it's like it's and I know yeah. that that and there there is this good exhausting films. Mm-hmm. Vice for me, I kind of come away with it going like, okay, I just kind of had a head have a headache, but not like in a good way to where I'm like I have a headache, but also my life's changed. I just have a headache yeah, and yeah. now I can't remember anything about Dick Cheney. Now, what's really fascinating about what you just said about Vice, that is pretty much exactly my opinion on Don't Look Up is next yeah. film, yeah. which is what's really interesting. What you just said about Vice, I don't agree with that with Vice, but if I took what you said about Vice and just said it was my opinion on Don't Look Up, that is identical yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah don't look okay i what i said like when i oh when i when i posted my thing for it on letterboxd what i said about adam mckay is when adam mckay doesn't have a real world event to focus on like the yeah. session or dick cheney yeah his writing has no focus <laughs> has absolutely no focus mm. it's messy it's all over the place it does all of these different things don't look up doesn't have a real world event that it bases itself on. Yeah. Yes, it's about climate change, blah, 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 blah. But it's not based on a true story. Yeah. It's not based on any of that. It's not based on, you know... And that's the problem with the film. Yes. Is it's... Don't Look Up was a film where they went, okay, I have this idea, right? They have this premise of these two people who need to tell people there's a meteor coming to Earth in like a couple of months... We're all going to die, and it's like all of these politicians, all these different people yeah. are going to be okay. We're going to use it for our own personal gain. The problem with that was with Don't Look Up, when, see, Vice to me felt like uh, almost like a montage rather than a film. Yeah. Felt like, you know, like Adam Kersis, the documentary filmmaker? Yes. He He's very similar, and a lot of his, Vice was very much inspired by Adam Kersis. I haven't seen much of his stuff, but he's, he's a documentary filmmaker who... His documentaries are less about talking heads. The more about 
taking clips from things and piecing them together to form a narrative. Yeah. Vice is kind of like that. It's, films, scenes were filmed, but he uses them. It, it, the film doesn't follow a strict three-act structure. Mm. It kind of just throws everything at you. Yeah. Don't Look Up does the same. The problem with Don't Look Up is that it's also trying to tell a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, that was Vice isn't really doing that. Vice is kind of just giving you pieces and throwing them all at you at once. Yeah. Some people, which many people like like me, love that, but it's many people who don't, and that's fine. Yeah. Whereas Don't Look Up does that, but then it's almost like, but like, we're trying to tell a point. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. Listen, mm-hmm. guys, did you know that politicians are bad? Vice goes a lot deeper than that. Yeah. Vice goes into it more. Vice even has like references to it being like you know that like I know that 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 like corruption in America goes a lot deeper than just fucking Dick Cheney. Mm. It's like there's like shots like Donald Trump in it and all that as well, and it goes into that and it's like, it does not right say it. It just shows you. Yeah. And I and I really like that, and I re- I really like a film that does that, and you know, and I mean the we and I, I like the best way I can describe for like um, don't look up to someone is don't look up is the after credit scene from Vice. Yeah. Made into a two and a half hour film. That is the worst part of that film, of yeah. Vice. I'm fine with it because it's after the credits, so I kind of just treat it as like whatever. I get I, but I do agree that that scene is a bit. It's not my favorite scene, mm-hmm. but I, I I do find the scene a little bit like you know. But he took that. I was like, I want to that to a film, which is why it's shit. Because you've got these paper thin characters yeah where their only thing is just we are stupid <laughs> you can't you gotta go more than that yeah no completely. and that was the problem and i think that's what i find interesting about like our takes on adam mckay is that a lot of the shit that you don't like about adam mckay i found that in don't look up yes even though you found him in vice i found him in don't look up yeah but yeah i have a complete that's what's insane about it no, That's I, why I, I, get feel, you. I, I kind of more put it in there because it's fascinating rather than a disagreement. I'm, sub- I'm genuinely I'm surprised that you like 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 love Vice, but don't like yeah. don't look up. I was I remember being shocked at that as well. I was, was like, yeah. what the fuck? Those two films I feel like have very similar energies. I feel like yeah. Vice is a bit more sure of what it is. But I think but I think that might be why is yeah. because don't look up my 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 main problem with don't look up is it's a fucking mess. Oh, it is. Messy. It is. I feel like Vice to me is organized. Is an organized mess. The most weird thing about Don't Look Up to me is it's so in your face it stops being in your face mm. to the point where it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And so to the point where it's like, like I've spoken to people who have watched Don't Look Up, mm. uh, Alicia, and didn't get it and came away just thinking it was just a film about a meteor. Yeah. To the point where it's like, how did Adam McKay pull that one off? It's a it's a political statement that doesn't know what it's trying to say. Yeah, and so it ends up saying yeah. nothing at all. Whereas Vice, I think, is a bit more clear. Yeah. Vice kinda you know, the way the the way it gives it to you is messy, mm. but it does have a clear point. By the end of it, you have an idea. If I'm gonna give Adam McKay like, any credit, I'll give him credit for the fact that his films are so in your face. And his film like you come away from Adam McKay film generally knowing what he's saying. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, I know. Don't look up. I watched. To yeah, fuck that up. I watched Don't Look Up, and I was like, "What? What? What? Mm. What do I get from that?" Yeah, the ending, it... the ending of Don't Look Up. I was like, "But what? But what do I get from that?" It might. He might just to mess up. Yeah. The one thing he's supposed to do. He's trying to make a political statement as a film. Yeah. 
but he's also trying to make a comedy drama yes. and a satire. All of these three things come together. Yeah, that's, and he, that's, he never pulls it off. Yeah, whereas Vice, when, I'm, I'm making a political statement. Yes, yeah, yeah, That's completely. what I'm doing with that. He stuck to his guns with Vice and said, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. He wasn't making a clear-cut, three-act structure film. He went, this yes. is what I'm doing, and that's why I love Vice. Don't look up. If Don't Look Up just literally just stuck to what, you know, to, to it just being a statement like Vice, I think I probably would have fucking loved it. Yeah. But it doesn't. It tries to be a bunch of things at once, and it's a mess for that exact reason. Completely. And it's just, and it's, I genuinely don't understand the hype for it. Yeah. It's insane. I don't know why people like it more than Vice. Does, does anyone like Don't Look Up? Who's like, you know... Well, it got like a, I think, I think it got like a higher Rotten Tomato score than Vice. Really? Which I think is insane. That's Because I'd, I'd say Vice is better. Yeah, like to me, Vice I'm like, a lot better. I feel like, I, I feel like, that's why I find it funny when I'm like, people will like either, I, I've, I've seen people who love Double Hope then hate Vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? What? How? <laughs> like, to me, Don't Look Up. It's like Adam McKay heard the criticism started going, but like, I'm going to go into it deeper. Whereas, like, Vice, to me, it felt like he listened a little bit and kind of dialed that back. Yes. And just focused on his political energy side. Don't look up. Infuriates me. Vice, to me, felt like it was made by someone who's, like, a leftist and, like, who actually, like, has this clear politics. Yeah. Whereas, like, Don't Look Up, to me, felt like it was made by, like, you know, like a, like by this like billionaire who thinks he's better than everyone else. I get you. Like the like the Imagine video. Yes. Like it, it has massive imagine yeah, vibes. Like that where people are like, oh, like you know, like the singing a song and it's so performative and it's like you know, yes. and it's like the same people where not to get too political, but someone who you know, like like a Democrat. No, I get where you. Where they do this thing thinking that, that, that it's fine and change, but nothing actually fundamentally changes. Yes. He's just trapped in the same system. Yeah. And Vice kind of has that point in the film. There's kind of a point of like, Dick Cheney was fucking terrible, but then America just never, America just keeps going deeper yeah. into that. Whereas Don't Look Up, it's just like, it's like, yeah, they're stupid. It's like, okay, it's like, um, fucking like, you know, like, like when like Trump was president and people go like, haha, he's orange. And that was the joke. Yeah. No, I got it. That's yeah, what it's yeah, like. Yeah. It's so shallow and yes. surface level, yes. which is insane considering who made the fucking thing. Yes. That, and it just it infuriates me that it's like that because I know he's capable of stuff. I, I still going to keep an eye on him as a director. Whatever, I think he's making a film about Elizabeth, um, Elizabeth Holmes. Okay, okay. Which, that one might actually be really interesting. And again, it's a biopic. It's about something. It's about, it's about a person, which mm. I'm hoping it's going to be like another vice. Mm. Where, yeah, he has this... You know, he has this point, this energy, and if he gets that, then I'm one hundred percent with it. Yeah. But if he makes Don't Look Up too, which <laughs> I mean, it is with Jennifer Lawrence, which I'm more like, like, I'm more like, oh no, oh, but you know, oh god, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. um, okay, you have you've given some questions. You, Aaron, it's a letterbox user. You like five stars. I do like five stars. You give out I, five stars. I give too many. I quite will, a lot. I give. I give too many. You gave a certain like film five stars. I haven't seen this film, but I have. I've seen reviews of this film, and I'm aware that this film. It's an interesting one to give five stars to. Now, I'm obviously talking about Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Now I will. I, no, let me. Don't let me reiterate. Let me reiterate. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, that film 
is not five stars. That mm-hmm. is five stars. Yeah. Not in the same way. Okay. It's not five stars the same way The Godfather is five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five stars in terms of I went to go and see that in a cinema, in IMAX, big fucking screen, out some popcorn, out of, out of Coke. Yeah. And I just loved it. Okay. Right? Okay, okay, it, okay. Big monsters punching each other, humans being stupid for two hours. Yeah. That is my comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Transformers films. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. of them. Right. It's it, it just pure enjoyment. Right. I, I, I don't have any... I think I have the first one, five stars. But it's the same reason. It's pure enjoyment. It is not a cinematic masterpiece. What are you talking about? Transformers, Transformers 5 what? is a brilliant film. Didn't... I read something that... Um, Harriet... Harriet... The... the um, Harriet Tubman. Right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, Who knows? She... Apparently, she knew the Transformers. She was like, she was um, a, a black woman during the slavery era, and she kind of like you know freed slaves and stuff. Apparently, she knew about the Transformers, but like kept it a secret. A bunch of like people in history kept the Transformers stuff secret. Oh, yeah. she's one. I wonder if Martin Luther King also knew about Transformers and like kept that a secret. JFK, <laughs> all of these different people. It just it just popped up in my mind then. Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. No, you don't get to go, wait, wait, yeah, so, what the hell was any of that? That's apparently something that I read that, you know, and I kind of remember it being true, but it was in Transformers 5. Remember the King Arthur stuff in that? Oh, yeah, That's kind of what it's linked to, where a bunch of people in history knew about the Transformers, but kept kept an oath to, like, keep it secret. And she was one of them, apparently. Do you reckon, like, when Adam and Eve were just vibing in the Garden of Eden... Not was Prime was just just there. Just... I wonder. I wonder with this over. I wonder if there's one played the Decepticons as well. Like all the bad people know about them as well. Like the like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the minions. Like you know, the minions worked with Hitler. Hitler worked with like a with like Decepticons, but he kept it secret. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, Godzilla King of Monsters. Yeah. Um. It's a it's it's a fun film. The poster's really cool. That was it. The film looks gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Incredibly good looking. It's just a fun film. I just, I, I, I have fun. I have fun. Okay, is, is that such a crime? Yeah. Is that such a crime it that is. I can just watch a film, a two hour, a two hour film of just big monsters roaring at each other and punching each other in the face? Can mm. I not just watch that and be like, you know what? That was great. Five stars. You're talking to the guy who doesn't like Spider Man No Way Home. I don't like. You just hate fun. fun. Yeah, I do. But you just hate fun. I really hate fun. Total Transylvania Four though. Now that's a, that's a good film. That's a really good film. No, that's a bang. I'm not. No, I stand by what I said. I know what I was gonna change. What I said, I was gonna put it to four. But you know what? Just despite you, despite you and all these no fun allowed police out there. No way fun. No way fun. I'm gonna keep that five stars. The right, next time right, someone right. says, I'm just gonna be like, fuck you. I liked it. You know what? I, you know what? I would rate all the Transformers films five stars. Someone just comes up to you and just like. Hey Aaron, you get Godzilla, King of the Monsters, five star. Aaron just, you fucker. Yeah, I will strangle them because they are stupid. They are stupid. They are. It's, it's a fun film. It's, it's a fun a, film. Godzilla versus Kong. Great film. Five stars. Great film. Give it five out of five. I thought it a three and a half, but I put that at five. Put it in a five. Pure, pure joy. Put it in a five. Just to 
just to laugh at everyone who sits <laughs> there and seeps in mm. rage because I've given this film five stars instead of what? The two and a half because I'm a cinephile. I like French films. I like, um, I fucking, do. I don't know. Yeah, you do. I like French films as well. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Okay, my next one. Yes. My next one is a hot take of mine. Okay. And it's a film that you gave five stars. Oh, God. I, I know gave it, it is. I gave it one. Okay, right. Okay. It's a film. It's a film about drugs. Yep. Star Jared Leto. Yep. Did it? I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, film. it does. It does. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. I love this film. I watched that film in 2020. I watched like, it a tad before recently. that, so my memory is ever so fuzzy. I watched Requiem for a Dream. Okay. Expecting I, f- I genuinely feel like my dad's like being disappointed. I watched Requiem for a Dream expecting it to be great. And it is. What I got was a shitty after-school special. <laughs> That's but, disguised as some prestige Aaron, drama. The editing is really cool. Okay, yeah. The music, editing. The music is fantastic. Yeah, I genuinely that. like. Um, yeah. There's one theme in it. I think it's the Requiem for a Dream one. Is it the one that's in like every single action movie trailer after that's a while? every action movie trailer and fucking Britain's Got Talent dance routines. It used to be, it used to be the Sky Sports theme as well. As it should. I was like, imagine, theme... imagine like watching like football, be like a three-year-old watching football and realise, oh shit, this is not like a film where like a guy who like loses an arm. At the end, because he took he took one drug, <laughs> he took one marijuana. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream is, I think, fundamentally a bit of a silly film. That's my problem with it. It's yeah, but that's probably my main issue. Bloody hell! Okay, you know what? I'm gonna have the exact same run you just had, Aaron. <laughs> am I not allowed to watch a film? Some, you know, I watched Requiem for a Dream in my my bedroom. Is is a young child getting into films? the age of ripe age of 17 uh, am I not allowed to watch this film and watch the fu- the funky editing and the cool music that makes me nostalgic watch a film about drugs and be like ooh scary and I'm not allowed to watch that film have a good time and then be like five stars am I not allowed that Aaron am I not allowed that Fuck you. You are allowed that. You are allowed that. But what I'm saying is that it's shit. Ready for a dream is shit. It is fucking awful. No. It is awful. No. John no. Leto shitting it. Is John Leto. I don't remember him being Yeah, in the he's the lead. There's the old lady. She's cool. She's good. I like this. She, okay, her stuff is the best. Right. Yeah. But it's not like John Leto. It's like I watch a cartoon. That's was, what I don't like about it. Was he it. actually in the... Like, was he actually like... Yeah, he's the lead. Was, was he genuinely in the film? He's the lead. I'm not lying to you. Yeah, he is the lead in that film. It's here. It, okay. And uh, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Is that who else was in it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Her stuff is so comical. Like that scene when she's um, with the rich people. With Keith David. In that like nightclub. Holy shit. The man is in it. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's part of his better performances, but I still, I just fucking like Jared Leto. I think the film is fantastic. I think it's really like it. It's very druggy. See, but that—that's my problem with the film. Is it feels like it's a film about drugs that's made by someone who's probably never had a drug in his life. Exactly. <laughs> and that's unique. What I no, but that's what I hate about it. Okay, <laughs> I, I watched the film after yeah. after that called Spun. Sure. Which was released about a year afterwards. Okay. That film was based on... I think the guy who wrote it was an addict. Okay. And 
it's and, and that film's like kind of more of a dark comedy. Okay. And it's got editing very similar to um to Requiem for a Dream. It's like mm-hmm. fast. I watched that. I was like, that was really good. That gives a completely different image. Drugs are really bad in that yeah. film. But rather than it telling you it in the stupidest fucking like after school special, like I feel like the like that film feels like something you show your fucking like kid in primary school. Exactly. And that's why, that's what I hate about no, it. I, is I, get you. I hate I hate films that depict drugs in that way. Not because I think drugs are yeah, the music's great. It's so good. The music's fantastic. I also hate how it's used in the film in some way. Because, yeah, like, some of it's really good. But then, like, the whole... Like, doing all that. It's stupid. It's like, oh, like, I'm I'm taking one weed. What will happen to me? Like, that's just doing it. Like, I just... It's so stupid and silly. And But the problem is that I know... That, that, you know, fucking the hack fraud that is Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> the one you were literally just wanking off earlier. I like it. Oh, I like some stuff. Wait. I like him and okay. I hate him. Okay, I, right. I have a love hate relationship. Let me, let, me get, let me get this right. Let me get this right. So, Mother. Yeah. You think it's a five star masterpiece. I don't think it's a masterpiece. I just think it's funny and stupid. <laughs> That's why I gave it five. <laughs> and Requiem for a Dream. You're like, shit. Because, because Mother to me. Okay. Mother to me doesn't feel like Dan Aronofsky is making this grand point. Okay. I feel like, to me, it's, he's, he's making he's making Rosemary's Baby, but like okay. a, but like a bit more like overly religious imagery. Sure. Whereas Requiem for Dreams, like, listen, guys, I'm the expert on drugs. Okay? Dr- drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Let me no, show so, you it's why. It's cool. It's just cool. Like I am a sucker for psychedelic filmmaking. See, I so am. I. <laughs> I am a sucker for if if you take a film and just make it like ever so slightly lean towards just kind of what the fuck that mm-hmm. I will wank to that and Requiem for I a like, Dream for me I is, like that it's so but I think but I think the problem is is that cool. it, it doesn't it's do it not but it does